Piku Piku, hello, Feral. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had gone through with it. <clears throat> Piku Piku, hello, fellow foreigners. It's Emily and it's Peter, and we're living in China and we're not discovering it. And we all have Pigus. Piku Piku is 450 almost. We're almost at 450 videos. Is that not insane? It's a lot of videos. The question is, I hear you asking out there because we're perceptive like that. We're in the future, we're thinking ahead of you. And you're asking, how? How are you doing that? Because these aren't just like, we're not just like turning on the camera and like farting out opinions into the ether. That's not how we do it. These are finely crafted fart jokes that we pull over your head in the night and just let it steep in through the evening. Tuck, tuck you in. Tuck you in. And in the morning, you wake with new ideas in the future. And there are ideas. And there are ideas. <laughs> <laughs> we have a message here. It's confusing, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, yeah, 450 videos, and uh, yeah, how do we do it? Well, we're going to tell you a little bit in this video. We're going to show you a couple little clips of a course that we have. The Peter Vlog course to vlog, vlogging mastery. Yeah, to make you a better China vlogger. Because if you want to, we're probably five years in the future, maybe 10, you and I, here yeah. on this channel. We're, we're way out there. We're way out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, these videos will help you. And they're free. That's the thing with us. We're free? Yeah, we don't ask. We're not like, oh, please give us some coffee. We're so thirsty. We have our own coffee. Totally. We're not on Patreon like our kids need a YouTube channel. Give us, give us money. This is our free time and we need you. Yeah. This is serious business. We're prepared. That's one of the keys. Always be prepared. Like the Boy Scouts. Yep. Prepared, professional. Also Peter. Like the Boy Scouts. All, all things with bees. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, subscribe to us. And, and tell all your friends. Exactly. Or tell that one friend who you know. Yeah, you probably if you're us. watching us, you probably have one friend. <laughs> and if they're not watching us, then you this you're really not coming through on your part of the bargain. Yeah. So stay tuned for well, let's let's do our first video right here. Here's our beginning ex, the what an introductory yeah. lesson. The 101. So you just arrived in China. First things first, you gotta get started on your vlog. While other people have been doing this for years, you've got a fresh take on this. Start with the basics. Spitting, honking, all the old people, abrupt decisions. It's important for you to document these things because no one ever told your friends or family about this exotic lifestyle. Don't be surprised when you find that everybody's looking at you. You've got a camera in your hand for crying out loud. And I mean, look at your face. You're different. And that makes you special. That's why it's important for you to get this on video as quickly as possible. New things are gonna be coming at you so fast. You're gonna to have to be a jackrabbit to capture it all. It's on video or it didn't happen. Because let's face it, you might only make it six months here. You better log these memories before you forget them. See? Pretty awesome, huh? It's right. Start that there. Easy. Stay tuned for more. 
In the meantime, let's get on with the show because it's been like forever. What are, we, what are we dragging on with this for? We're talking about the future and we're not even moving into it. Yeah, the future of, of fruit is kiwis. Fruit? I just ate a kiwi before the show. Fruit and now to you? I have like tart. Oh, tart you got that little. Did you brush your teeth too? I did earlier today, but nah. not, not. Not before the fruit? <laughs> well, not directly before the fruit. But mm. yeah, so I'm, I'm a little tart. I'm tart-tongued today, <laughs> as opposed to every other time. I wanted to mention, so I brought up an exercise outside in our courtyard on our public equipment. Um, and there's been a woman the past couple times I've been out who, like, just hangs on the high bar and, like, waggles her body all around. <laughs> and the first time I thought she was, like... Because sometimes people do, like, imitate the moves that I'm doing, so I thought that's what she was doing. She's mocking you? Yeah! <laughs> or, not, or just, like, trying it out. Like, what's that crazy foreigner doing? I'll try it, too. I can touch my toes, too! Which is cute when it's kids. It's a little weirder when it's adults, but... Sure. It is what it is. You but get a free I've, lesson wherever you can, just like here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she... I saw her again and she was there first so she wasn't copying me this is like her daily exercise as she goes out and it does feel good to hang on the the bar sure yeah that wiggle it out you get that like bat hang going where you your spine yeah, elongates you um so that's that's what she does i think that's her thing do you think she's watching the same like she has vpn brought to you by the same She's on the internet watching your same YouTube videos that you're learning your lessons No, I, I think this comes from a, a whole different school of thought. Because <laughs> it's just like it's so free and waggly. Um, and it reminds me of, an ep there's an episode of Friends where Jennifer Aniston's character, Rachel, <laughs> is running in the park and Phoebe like wants to join her. But Phoebe runs like a, a crazy little kid. Oh, I think I remember, remember that. that, yeah, yeah. And then so Jennifer Aniston gets all mad. Because she's like, that's not how you're supposed to run. And it is like, oh yeah. F free movement. That's what we lose when we go from childhood to adulthood. I mean, then it's we sad. get all tense. It's sad. Imagine if you could like put that into our world leaders. Like, yeah, they just, they just need to waggle from a high bar once a day. Right? Just like, that's how you start. Instead of like yelling in front of a helicopter. Yeah. Like just let them run around the yard. <laughs> I do have several songs throughout my day that are like, "All right, kids, you're getting too wiggly. Let's 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 lean in and wiggle," <laughs> and then you can sit down. Uh, maybe there's so much about childhood that we give up as adults, but maybe that's a mistake. Very true. Uh, what else we got? It's profound, profound wisdom. That's what we got. <laughs> There's a lot of talk these days about safety stuff. Is stuff safe for foreigners? Our loved ones want to make sure we're safe in a foreign country. You're strange and you may be frightening to people. There's been a tightening of regulations in recent years and a crackdown on illegal residents. Even more, tariff, trade agreements, no one's even really sure what those things are. But for sure there is danger here. It's in the air, it's in the water, it's in the land. There are at least nine dragons that we know of. 
and it only took one dragon to bring down Knott's Landing. If you find yourself in some kind of skirmish hey, with a Bahamut... Hey, no, Wait! Um, well, today's game... Okay. What? ...is mitigating circumstances, oh. or if you're feeling unkindly, excuses! Mm, yeah, totally. Don't, don't accept any excuses. Get out there and work hard. We're probably the hardest working yeah. of all of the China YouTubers because, I mean, it's the, the production work alone. We put out yeah. tons of videos. We put out quality videos. There's no excuses. Watch this next video. Except for these excuses. When you first get to China, you're gonna to wanna to make yourself feel at home. And how do you do that? You put up pictures, art you like, pictures of your family. Here's the truth, you can't. Nothing will stick to the walls. Tape won't stick, and you'll ruin all of your hammers trying to drive a nail into the wall. To give yourself half a chance, you're gonna need a man with a drill, or a woman. The concrete is brittle, so the drill is going to create a vertical sinkhole in your wall. You can patch that over, or that's where your art goes anyways. If all else fails, that's why the Chinese invented folding screens. So we do have some excuses. Oh shit. Um, which means when I came in, you were completely absorbed playing cards. Oh. So this, I, this, uh, okay, you have a theory? Um, well, I have I have two. I'll give you the obvious one first. Is okay. that like in the, especially here in China, we see people sitting around playing cards everywhere all the time. Um, it's it's the it's the thing you do. You go out to the bar, to the tea house, you play some cards. And I, I see it as like a, "Hey, why didn't you come play, say hi to me? You've been mm. here all night." When I came in, you were playing cards. I didn't want to interrupt you. Mm. So, as a gracious mo movement of hey, I yeah. wouldn't want to interrupt. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. So, you, what do you what do you think? Oh, uh, the complete opposite of like how rude. You didn't get up and say hi to me uh, when I came in. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna be a little more self-centered <laughs> about this situation. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I probably wouldn't do that. I'd probably walk in and be like, oh, they're playing. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's my my personal instinct would be like, I'll catch up with you later. He's he's It's not just he's playing cards. He's completely absorbed playing cards. My other main thought is that like, that's how that person is all the time. They're always playing cards. Yeah, but you I, don't bug that guy. I, you wouldn't bother bother. He's winning big money. You let him. Let him <laughs> I was I was more thinking of like what a what a waste. Oh, what a, <laughs> <laughs> you that, disapprove. <laughs> yeah, I disapprove. I, why is that what you do with your life? You're not you're not do out there bettering the world. You're not working hard to better yourself, other than to get better at cards. That guy just plays cards. I'm not gonna go talk to. I don't even want him to acknowledge me entering the room. Mm -hmm. Fuck that guy. Is my <laughs> Those are all valid. I think. Fuck that guy is always valid. <laughs> um, here, from a story development perspective, Ooh, no. this is the opening line to a, a torrid romance. <gasps> When I came in, you were completely absorbed in playing cards. Little did you know later that night, we would have this conversation and you would fall in love with me. I like it. I like that as a setup for like, 
Because I, I like that that that, that that setup of, of whoever has walked into the room has mm -hmm. set in motion of, of like the, that evening. There's going to be like yeah yeah. Well, we're really situating in a time and place, and we're in we're in a noisy saloon. You're playing cards. I maybe give a sly smile. I've noticed you. I know that you haven't noticed me yet, but you will. And and I like the the, the secret secretiveness of like sitting at the bar, maintaining, like figuring out that person's moves. Talk about a card game. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I mean, I'm interested It's a card in, game in a card game. In either story of like, she does not have advanced knowledge of the future, she just has a feeling. Or from the perspective of this is a tale told, how I met your mother. <laughs> um, kind of like we're in the future. So there's like a blue earhoo above the fireplace. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> we're in the future, going back to the past, and I, like the setup is that well, it wasn't immediate when you when your mom when I saw your mom for the first time, she was playing cards and she was winning. Hmm. Um, All right, so I like that, but let's do. I'm sure I don't need to tell you this, but let's flip. Okay. It's uh, it's the woman that's entered. And she is preying upon the man playing. Foreigners are always moaning about how hard it is to apply for a residence permit in China. But it's not hard. You just need the right tools. Here's what I came up with. It's a laminated microfiche with all of my info. My non-criminal record, names of dogs I've owned, several ex-girlfriends' phone numbers. That should get you into the country and working. The fact that it's laminated is key. You're gonna be going to a lot of hot pot dinners, but they don't tell you about hot pot. The soup boils at such a high rate that it splatters every diner. And I'm not gonna wear a bib. The other key is personal safety. Since it's already attached to your body, it will make it harder for a thief to take it from you. And if they try, they're going to be in a close quarters combat situation, which now makes your elbow your fiercest weapon. Neutralize your foe with one swift jab. Practice this move at home with a wall or a chair, something solid. Or if you have a roommate. He sold me one of these and it doesn't work at all. I had never even owned a dog. At least I didn't see it as predatory. <laughs> well, I did. Either way. <laughs> I mean, romantic, whatever you want to see so it. So she as. set her sights on a conquest, and she's yeah. like, "You were absorbed in playing cards, but I'm gonna get you." Because it, it would be far more interesting. Not all women, of course, but like the the she's like kind of going around the room and, and checking it. Like the, a guy's just a cat. He's going like, what do you know about that lady? Eh? What, what she, <laughs> hey, you know, she's seeing anybody? But like her little ploys to like pick out information around he's the room would be more interesting. He's absorbed in playing cards and she's absorbed in, oh, he's got strategy. I got to get with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not even strategy. Maybe she just likes the cut of his jib. Yeah. And I'm she's so. like, I, I got to get, get a handle on that. Joe. Whatever it is, his card playing is so beautiful to watch. Mm. Oh, like, maybe he's got like cool hand moves. Like, 
Yeah, I feel like other card players don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about cards. I don't. I feel like that would be distracting. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's like a magic trick. Just, it just says cards. I'm like grown-ups play poker. They're not playing like go fish. Yeah. Um. So I feel like poker players are like very. You gotta watch the eyes. And, gotta... And, and like, if you're doing weird hand tricks, they're gonna be like, "Can you stop that?" Right. Yeah. Then now we're into another story of inside the card game. So we got. I mean, this 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 is a sentence with a lot of potential. We're, we've this is how the whole is he story playing now. cards? How what does she notice about him playing cards? I'm already thinking of like all these characters that are around the room. Who's he playing with? Like yeah, there, there's like yeah. one one guy with with his Beijing belly up. Yeah. Who's just like, oh, don't pay any attention to him. <laughs> and then there's like, there's like the bartenders, maybe a little oily behind the, the counter and being like, he comes in every Monday. <laughs> there's the newbie who's trying to set up a, what's that called when you fake that you're not good and then you're, you're good? Uh, a hustle. A hustle. Yeah. yeah. There's, Hustler. There's a, a newbie hustling the table. <laughs> oh, and maybe like the hustler's like underage, like is a 12 year old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some kind of prodigy. Who if, and also, again, like, people still play cards to this day, but in my head, what? this is set in, like, a, a oh, yeah. Wild West <laughs> saloon. <laughs> Chinese Wild West, like, way out here in Sichuan somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Love yeah, it. Yeah, because I was going to say the 12-year-old hustler would be, a, a like, a, a prodigy computer programmer today, that type. <laughs> <laughs> either way, either yeah. way, it's, it's a sweaty bar. Yeah, she's talking with her girlfriend that she came in with, and she's like, he's the one, and she's like, oh, but he's playing cards. That's so disreputable. I like a man who's disreputable. Got the fan going? <laughs> yeah. Love it. I think there's a lot of potential there. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I don't know if I'll make it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't. Seems know like a lot I'm, of work. I'd, I'd develop it. If you yeah. want me to develop this for you, I'll send you a treatment. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of prep work. See below for our fee structure. <laughs> a lot of scene work. I mean, I, you'd have to go with a Chinese set. So, mm. like, it, you're you're talking... Although, that might be fun. Like, like a cheesy Chinese afternoon, um, like those like cardboard sets of olden times soap opera yeah. kind of like... That might kind of be fun, right? The other, the other storefronts are just cardboard and they like, <laughs> wibble what in, in the, the wind. wind. <laughs> um, all right. We're talking ourselves into... I, yeah. I don't know how we're going to afford this. Send money. Yeah, Here's well, another <laughs> clip. Qingdao has the beach, and it's in the north. So it's a little cooler in the summer. Which is kind of nice if you're into cooler weather. It was occupied by Germans after a world war. So there's remnants of European architecture. Oh, and there's beer. Which raises the question, would China even be drinking beer if it wasn't for Qingdao? These days, all the big cities have microbreweries, but Qingdao is the original. Chinese beer with German characteristics. One of the unique things about the Qingdao delivery of beer to your mouth is that it comes in a bag. You just pop a straw on the top of it and drink. It's great, because then you can't put it down. Commit to something for once in your life. You'll find they do this everywhere, but there's only one place worth visiting. Beer Mama. She's got a chicken in a cardboard box if you get there before dinner. It's easy to find because it's right around the corner from the hostel with the best Western amenities. They have spaghetti and martinis, 
But back to Beer Mama. She's got barbecue and a bunch of stories. You could spend the whole night there. If I traveled, I'd go there. If I drank. I don't know what that had to do with, but... Okay. <laughs> well, here's something. Okay. Which is, Mike's a little taller than me. Ooh. So what's his problem, Mike? What, I mean, did, what did he What did he get into? Did he eat a lot of like yogurt as a kid? I, I was thinking height as an advantage, but height as a disadvantage is interesting. <laughs> Mike's a little taller than me, so he keeps hitting his head on the door frame. <laughs> yeah, he can't get in the cars. <laughs> he's like going around half concussed all the time. It's because Mike's a little taller than me, so he's. He had a tough childhood because he was like taller than his mom, so like sitting out of the back of a yeah. a carriage thing, he's just like way above her head. Are we, we're still in the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> or today, we got yeah. plenty, plenty yeah. of people walking around with a basket. He was like so big, he's like folded over the basket as grandma's like carrying him. Oh yeah. That's he, a problem. He, tall babies, you don't really see that. <laughs> More tall babies. This baby's too tall. <laughs> too tall baby. Too tall baby. All right, so the other side then is that he is also, this is an advantage, so obviously. Well, that, I mean, that's where the excuse comes in. Mike did way better. He scored way more baskets than you, but Mike's taller than me. <laughs> what if it's not? The, obviously, you're on a high school um, team of some kind. We're, yeah. we're talking yeah. basketball. What if it's not about basketball, though? What if he's taller? What if, what if you're borrowing his pants? <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a problem. You're in the dorm. And I don't fit into these. They're they're Mike's now they're regular pants. <laughs> I'm just wearing pants. I'm wearing Mike's pants. They were his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Laundry day's a bitch around around that dorm. Well, then I think Mike would be a lot taller than you. <laughs> I was thinking like if his advantage. The brotherhood of the traveling pants shorts. <laughs> <laughs> his taller. We're, we're perfect friends. These are shorts for me. They're <laughs> pants for you. We're perfectly <laughs> tall and small. It's a weird shirt for Bob. It, the the advantage of being tall in math class, mm. I'm thinking. I don't, I don't know. Tell me. I don't know. Uh, what, what, what would be, he could see over the, the person in front and get all the answers. Maybe they sit in front of a really smart kid. That's, well, that's why. That's not math. That's not specifically math class. They're, that would be all classes. Well, but these kids, th this is high school. Maybe so not they're even. all math classes? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> No, I'm saying in they don't. In China, they only take math. <laughs> don't make That's... me out to be the racist. <laughs> I'm thinking that this is uh, it's high school. That this is uh, this is your whole world. You mm, don't know anything mm. else but this math class. So if somebody else is doing better, it doesn't matter how you get there. This is all about advantage in the world. How do you get to the next step? Yeah, but you're gonna cheat your whole life. Teach. Cheat. Yes. Oh. I mean, <laughs> you expect to get? Who? Look at all the the winners of, of today's society. They're all cheaters. I guess it, it depends how you measure success. Do you want to be the president? Lazy immigrant. It's a phrase that gets tossed around thoughtlessly, I might say. I might not have a job. We're, we're getting a little off track here. Can we get back to the original question? Does my being here in China have an impact on the world? What do you think? I want to know what you think. Two words, world peace. You can just look at, right at me. You don't have to look at the camera. It's like this. 
I'm an unofficial ambassador of America for free. You're welcome. I mean, let's not even get into the fact that by living in a third world country, my carbon footprint here is way smaller than it was in America, no matter how hard I try. The thing is, the US certainly benefits from English being the world's language. And this foreigner doesn't even speak Chinese. So everyone who has to deal with me gets a refresher course in American. Don't worry, I have no plans to learn the local language. And just by existing in this part of China, I've been the first foreigner that a Chinese person has come into contact with multiple times. There are whole communities who now have a real-life reference for when they hear on the news that another American has shot up a mall. And I've never even shot anyone. Am I a hero? That's maybe. No, that's too strong of a word for what I am. But are my actions heroic? Well, history will be the judge of us all. Does that answer your question? I think we got it. But is being the president the only measure of, of, of winning? winning? <laughs> Many, I feel yes. like if I was the president, a lot would have gone wrong for a lot of people. <laughs> what, 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 what you have? What's that called? Your, what's like your the, platform? The executive, when, you know, like the line of succession. It's not called that because that's, that's royalty, but. <laughs> We're not living in a royalty. Like how you get down, like. If in a nuclear event, like 47 of the top people died, so the Secretary of Education is now the president. Mm -hmm. What's that called? Um, oh, we don't know. Yeah, nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a Tom Clancy book, actually. Ah, see, I never read any of that stuff. I read all of them. I don't believe in spies. I read all of them. I've <laughs> never seen a spy in real life. That's how good they are. I... Yeah, you've never seen a spy in real life. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> well, Mike's a little taller than me. You think spies are tall? I think spies are tall. <laughs> Is that what you're getting at? I think yeah. you'd have to be short to be a spy because you'd, well, you'd crawl in some amongst baskets in the market. I guess it depends on your technique. How are you gathering information? Are you are you hovering above or are you <laughs> creeping <laughs> like below? A human drone. Yeah. <laughs> eye in the sky over everybody. Yeah. Giraffe Pete. Yeah. Which I know some people who are very tall, mm. like really tall, like members so, of your family, such that people would comment on it. And they do not like if you comment on it. They already know that they're taller than most people. Most of the tall people I've known. Yeah. They got they a problem. They hate it. They really hate it. So stop hating yourself, tall people. No, they don't hate themselves. They hate other people. Oh. Although some of them stoop. That's see, that's the thing is you got to be careful with the tall people hating because they're bigger and they just smash you like giants. <laughs> if we ever anger the tall people too much, they're just going to go ape. They're brittle too, so I, I don't know <laughs> yeah. the threat is that much. They, Sorry. There, there are a lot of them have lived strangely long, like the Chewbacca guy. Peter Mayhew? Yeah. He, he, was he like died at 97? Something like that. Yeah. That guy was like a million feet tall. Yeah. He fought health problems a the whole feet. his whole life. It must not be very comfortable. Well, to, yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. You're going to have to go to the hospital. That's where the doctors are. And they're going to want your blood. Blood is the window to your disease. But here's the problem. Hospitals are always so crowded. You don't even know how many lines you're gonna to have to stand in. But they're gonna be long. You're probably already standing in the wrong line. So here's what you do. Draw your own blood at home. You'll need a good container for transport, some kind of 
thermos with a tight seal should do the job. And that way it'll keep for a long ride. If you want to go to the bank, meet some friends for KTV, stop by the butcher's office, and when the doctor's done, make sure you ask for the excess blood back. You don't want anyone making clones. That's your prerogative. How you spend your weekends is your own business. Don't let Obamacare push you around. Like, like sitting in baskets. You can't yeah. ever sit in a basket. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, where, where this question to me feels like an excuse is because, again, language textbooks are full of like, hey, compare this. Say I like dancing. Yeah. Like, there are all these sentences that, like, you'd never sit around being like, well, Mike's a little taller than me, <laughs> and I'm a little taller than Sally. So is Sally taller than Mike? I'm combining language and math <laughs> for integrated education. That is a lot of education stuff. Like, I remember sitting around with, like, a lot of kids in high school high school here teaching high school mm. that you sit around like on the playground with a bunch of them and the conversation that you can have is comparative mm. so mm. like they're telling me like Mike is a little tall yeah and Sally's a little short <laughs> and I'm better at math and he's yeah. stupid yeah as the conversation that I mean I guess people do rank themselves against other people all the time <laughs> so that's how that goes yeah solved solved oh my god what what hey wait Watch a video. My latest project? I've been teaching the dancing old ladies the dance to Thriller. Are they any good? They love Michael Jackson. They're not all that interested in the dance, though. All they want to know from me is do I know some girl Traymore Swifter? Do you mean Taylor Swift? And then they go and put on their little Chinese songs anyway. Did you anyway. know her first album came out like 15 years ago? I keep telling them it'd be so cool. They're all lined up, doing a zombie thing. And they'd be recreating a real American cultural moment. What's that called? There should be a word for the opposite of cultural appropriation. Like when you get another culture to do the things from your culture. Colonialism? Yeah. Wait, colonialism? What do you think I am? I'm giving them the gift of American culture. I could be such a resource for these old ladies. They just listen. It's a good thing to have our things, the right things. So not Taylor Swift. You know, it's just a dance. Don't try to make me feel bad. And we're back. What's your friend up to? So, I want to travel to Beijing, but my friend wants to go to Xi'an. Hmm. My first question is why Xi'an? What is that? Terracotta warriors. So that's... They're simply irresistible. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's your theme no, song for them. Why that came out like that? Maybe because they're all lined up. Just give them guitars. <laughs> A little like computer animate, bad CGI of them. Like, oh, Wolfie well, needs to do some fundraising so we can do some more, some more fine videos like Foreigner Sees Foreigner or Terracotta Warriors as the Robert Palmer girl. <laughs> Robert Palmer. Palmer. Girls. They so that friend is really into the warriors. There, is there anything else there? 
There must be there's like a, a museum. There's a good stuff. rock club that we heard about. A rock club? Yeah. Like made that's what they made the warriors from? <laughs> <laughs> rock and roll jerk. Okay. I think I don't that remember there's that. maybe maybe I meant a different place. Um, I, I, a because reason, I would want to go there's more. There's a reason I, that we want to go to Xi'an that's not for them. Yeah, I, I but, see pictures of those warriors. and Of course, I like to see them, but like it's a pile yeah. of people watching a pile of rock people. I don't I like, know. I think it it's, sounds, a, it's a nice enough city. Sounds like city. an asshole, man. <laughs> <laughs> but if there was a rock club, I would have been excited. Well, the slight, I, slight detour. Mm. Um, I read this book by Ann Dillard, um, who is kind of like... She's kind of a poetic nonfiction writer. Yeah, it's very... very very good if you feel like considering existentialism. Okay. Um, and part, so she interwove several narratives, and one of them was in the 70s. She was in China, and she got to watch the excavation of the terracotta warriors. And this was kind of as they were discovering, like each one had an actual individual face, and like. Oh right, yeah. Um, and so this. she like really talked about how like poetic it was to see it was just earth, and then the, to see these full human bodies emerge from the earth, and how beautiful it was. Um, I'll, I'll, that's that's I'll, good stuff. I'll put the book in the comments. It's a good book. Um, but yeah, so that uh, like reading that gave me good good imagery. That's that's what you. Want. But it is also like I kind of wish I got to go see that. <laughs> <laughs>
wants to go there. The other friend wants to go to Beijing. They want to go see the 726 Art Gallery District. Oh, so now I like, they're both going, they have different, <laughs> what you're saying, one is interested in the history of the gallery yeah. and the other one is in the modern arts section. Yeah, yeah. So we got, we got friends here that are just not, they're not made for each other. Well, I, or opposites attract. I mean, are they, the sentence is unclear again with the logic. Is one sentence affecting the other sentence or are both true? Like, wh what are our summer plans? I'm going to travel to Beijing, but my friend's going to travel to Xi'an. Or are you trying to make plans together? I want to go to Beijing. She wants to go to Xi'an. We're at a stalemate. All right. Well, so the so we're going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that one's if if they're friends and they're going in opposite directions, the story's over. So I'm not interested in that. Yeah. If yeah. they're not going anywhere and they're staying home and they're just gonna like piss on each other like <laughs> throughout the whole summer, then they just send each other nasty texts all day. <laughs> Beijing, Xi'an, Beijing, Xi'an. But if they are actually making this decision right now, now we have an an active moment mm. of uh, where these characters can go because they have to make a decision. So are, who's going to bend? Which way? Do we go Do we go to the past or do we go to the future? To go their own ways. No, that's where I'm saying that that's oh. the boring part. Oh. If they go their own ways, then we have to like go watch two different movies. I don't have time to watch two I movies. I see. I want to watch one movie where they get connected. So one of them is going to have to... One uh, has to compromise. Back. Yeah. And I like this less because I am a big fan of solo travel. <laughs> well, then you've got a solo movie. Because I, well, I think and then, there's a way you could do it that they each go to their own destination and find resonance like between the past and the future. No, that they keep they keep in touch and so they inform each other about their own pants. journey and then their journey informs the other person's journey. If one's tall and one's short. Yeah. And they can yeah. send their pants back and forth over the summer. Yeah, I need I need shorts. Xi'an's very hot. <laughs> Today's like you can get stuff shipped all the way across country internationally so quickly here yeah, in China yeah. that like they could like go back and forth every day. They have to switch pants <laughs> between Beijing and Xi'an. That seems um, dirty and inefficient. <laughs> but now we've got an adventure. I mean, so the movie's told from the point of view of the of, pants. Of the pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like in the back of a van. Oh crap. I guess that's. That was the premise of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Was the right. the pants was the vehicle for the story? I, I don't remember the movie that I remember liking it, but I don't remember so much exactly what happened mm. in the movie. I, then there was a second movie that was tough to watch, but that yeah, yeah it is from at least the, the concept is from the pants. So if these pants yeah. are traveling back and forth the country, now we don't even care about these two and, and what cities they've gone to. It's, well, I mean that's that's the one I I like. Not so much for the pants vehicle, but because I like the idea of finding connection and separation. Extradition. It's a big word and it has little to do with me, which is why I need to get to the bottom of it all. For a while now, I've been thinking about getting a puppy, but here's my problem. That puppy is gonna grow up and eat my sofa. No matter what it does, I'm going to love it. Why do I even have a couch anyway? Too much time is spent comfortably sitting around. The sedentary lifestyle is killing us. If I had a dog, we'd go outside for walks, play fetch. Those are my needs and desires. How do I know a dog's will? Maybe that dog was perfectly fine in the pound, and I'm often not home. 
but I would love it more than the pound would. If I'm even capable of that amount of love, I couldn't risk putting a dog through that uncertainty. For all of these reasons, this is why I've decided not to buy a dog. Poignant. Ooh. Um. But I'm like, I, I'm thinking like this is like, uh, like Dick Linkletter's um, slacker. <laughs> like your friend Dick. Dick, <laughs> Dick Linkletter. Dick Linkletter. Yeah. Linkletter. <laughs> the that you're traveling. Yeah, that item to pass, item, yeah, yeah. and we can meet the characters all the way across the country is like an exciting vehicle. And now we can vehicle. pass off the narrative between people because I think indirectly we all are affecting each other. When we see, and what ties us together is our mail. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, I'm not it's, sure about that. It's part. the couriers that that move stuff back and forth across the world. That is that they're the pirates of today, mm. telling the stories of pants. Bringing their songs from port to port. <laughs> <laughs> Different songs about mail. And pants. <laughs> and pants. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else? Yes, of course we do. Um... Do we? Wait, go see. Go. I like those self-checkout machines. Makes me feel like I'm in charge. I forage for my own groceries, and now I have the power to determine their cost. I mean, people moan about job loss. But what kind of fulfillment is that if we artificially hold back machines so that a person can keep drudging away at a minimum wage job? You don't have anything to say about that? Again, I'm here to know what you think. Does that make me anti-capitalist? I don't know. But the robots are coming. I do know that. You're scared of the robots, aren't you? I mean, all this paranoia about AI. Here's what I don't get. For me, it's a good thing when I get recognized. Here in China, when people see who I am, they're like, they want to take me out to dinner, give me stuff. So what's so bad about facial recognition technology? I like getting my picture taken. I've got nothing to hide. Sure, surveillance has its drawbacks, but it holds people accountable. We have a safer society because of it. The police are trying to find me to give me a community award. For what? Bagging your own groceries? I knew I'd get you. So is this all nonsense? I really do like getting my picture taken. And then come back to Are You Ready Yet? No! And now come back. Tashang Ching Ni Chu Jiuba. Which means he wants to ask you to go to the bar. He wants to ask you. Yeah. So to this go is some bar. kind of go between. Which you know, be careful of the the story of John Smith and Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that like an intermediary swept Pocahontas? I, I was trying to imagine what scene <laughs> this the, was in. In the weird. I worked, white centric version of that story. We definitely have like a, a whole theory, a whole theme of going into the past here. Because my my first thought was, I I, I was thinking of, of modern. It's like an office, mm. and so one has to. Uh, you set in, us in the <laughs> office to go to the bar. One person oh, wants just to ask as a uh, uh, as yeah. like office mates. Yeah, I was supposing this was he wants to ask you on a date, but he's too shy, so he sent me. So you were imagining like a pilgrim and a and a an Indian. No, I was. It was <laughs> actually the first case of 
the intermediary getting the girl uh-huh. that I could historically. Think of. Historically, and then my other example was Cyrano. But so you're going way. That's what I'm saying. You're going way. I back am going all these way things. backwards, but I'm sure it happens. Like it's happening right now. Right, right the second. second. Your best friend is standing in for Joe. <laughs> the yeah, that I mean, that's where I was thinking Still of, of something modern. <laughs> Let's go modern. Yeah. That, that's more exciting. That's more now. Yeah. That's that's the future. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah. I mean, I I think he wants to ask you to the bar. He wants to invite you to the bar is a romantic overture. But is he too shy so he's getting somebody else to do it? Yeah, that's what that's my think. That's my my think. My <laughs> so this is this is a And I see that as disastrous cuz my response would be he should ask me himself. Right, you you you've introduced a weak character. Or as an excuse so he's been acting weird all afternoon. And his friend's like, he wants to ask you to the bar, but he feels really nervous. And so that's why he, like, spilled a water glass on you and, like... Right. It was still... that Maybe that's a little more endearing, but still, like, get it together. I see, th- this is one of those... As we see, maybe over the last 20 years, as, as things are changing, mm-hmm. is this an endearing, cute yeah. puppy dog way to act? Or is this, like, some kind of freako incel that's like yeah he wants to ask you to the bar and he's going to the gun shop if you say no (laughs) you can't tell these days these stories could go any any direction yeah and it's your choice as the writer yeah to decide what kind of story you want to tell do you want to make the world a worse place and write about a sexual terrorist well i definitely don't want that because i feel like the friend who's like he wants to ask you to the bar puts it on you to prevent incels from shooting women mm. like that's not it's not women's job it's men's job to not shoot women yeah um, so where yeah. so where do we go with that then? I, don't, I don't know about that um so take this in the positive this this is we're going back to like john hughes puppy dog kind of he's just kind of a lovable goof yeah or or okay speaking of teen comedies okay um it's not just that he's too nervous but maybe he doesn't speak Chinese. Oh, I like this. And so his friend is being a translator. Mm-hmm. He wants, he would like to ask you to go to the bar. Right. So now we've got. What do you say? I say, well, what's he look like? <laughs> <laughs> Peter's very shallow. <laughs> I mean, they would be in the office, same office, so they they would know, obviously. So, but <laughs> I mean, I, I'm curious, uh, uh, the character that you're writing, how how. What, what's he look like? The ask the the shy yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, or the because I I feel like this might focus on. Well, that's why I went to Cyrano or or the the, uh, the intermediary caught in the middle is not a passive actor. Hmm. Um. So I don't know what any of them look like. I don't. I don't. And you've got care. face blindness. That's the yeah. problem. I'm a little bit face blind. <laughs> so. Well, but, Mike, but we is, do a, know Mike is a little taller than me. Okay, we got a tall person, we got a Cyrano, little, slightly, we got a guy with a big nose. Yeah, a and slightly then we, shorter guy with a big nose. And then we have a foreigner. Yeah. So I like that that we have a, chi- a tall Chinese person and a Chinese person with a big nose. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have we a foreigner. flipped the script or did not do our research very well. <laughs> We're terrible at guessing what people are like in the world. I don't know. They're robots. Well, yeah. let's, make, let's make them robots. Yeah. Well, and the intermediary does not have to be as the same gender as the asker. It could be the girlfriend. True. I mean, because sometimes 
if it's a if it's a guy asking a girl out and they're nervous, maybe they have a girlfriend who's helping them out, which might be mm. more successful or less successful. I'm not sure actually. Right. babies. I'm not sharing my yogurt. Tayo Guga, which is, he has older brothers. Insinuating what? Again, thinking in the realm of excuse. Um, yeah. I feel a lot of people like to explain things, and I'm interested in this too, explain things by birth order. Mm-hmm. You and I are both the older siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, you of three. Yeah. Me of two. Yeah. Um, Seven of nine. And I think, you know, we're, we're, we're quiet types because of that. When I left America eight years ago, I had little hope. Hope in a dream, in people, in myself. Did I hope to regain that confidence inside China? The truth might just be that I never really harbored faith in anything. This fool's paradise of fairness that makes my bones ache. The illusion of heroism that only I can discharge. The fantastic notion of a boy, a boy without conviction. That is until I discovered YouTube. With the help of affiliates and patrons, I'll soon be able to reach over borders and walls to impact all of you, swaddle your bodies with high quality blended fabrics, provide memorable incentives, call everyone to do actions. Subscribe. There's not a reciprocal. There is like a take care of your youngers but mm-hmm. you don't have to take care of your olders back right until you all grow old until you all grow old and then then you're like oh i'll get those knee pains yeah and then everyone dies <laughs> and then everyone dies noodles to you